Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. Hello, kids and cadets, children of all ages. We're excited to have you here on the FSF Pop. Boy, a live raspberry. You guys are lucky. This is going to be a rough night if I'm already starting off with raspberries. Anyway, welcome to the FSF Popcast, the show that's as confusing as Star Wars canon and as overly dramatic as Captain Kirk. Yeah, we're a hot mess. So anyway, uh, we're glad to have you guys here. We got some fun guests waiting for us in the waiting room. Uh, Kathleen will be here shortly. Uh, but be, hey, before we get into anything fun and outstanding tonight, we do want to say thank you to our show partners, and that is the amazing squad over at Level Up Sabers. So check out this nerdy footage. All right, so um, there's a reason why Kathleen's late. One of us may have forgot to send her a link. I don't want to say that it was me. It was totally me. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, she'll be in shortly because, yeah, uh, the very smart person here forgot to send. Hi, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, glad you could join us. Thanks for letting me join my own show. <laughs> Answering your uh, messages, boomer. Yeah, I, I wasn't paying attention to my messages because I have a show to do and people to talk to and <laughs> all that fun stuff. Grant the side of showing, mister. You're gonna, gonna run that into the you're gonna love this, I think. Oh, I am so much. <laughs> uh, so what she's referring to is my, my son and my daughter in law uh, just announced that I'm going to be a grandpa. So, so yeah, so very excited about that. Um, Looking forward to to holding a baby. Very happy uh, for for my son and my daughter in law. They're going to be amazing parents, and we look forward to to holding said young child uh, when and it gets then here. Giving it back when it stinks. That's right. Shake it up, fill it full of candy, send it home. That's going to be my job. Exactly. However, exactly. we do need to, we do need our viewers and our listeners to spam us with all of the old people jokes, just for tips. Uh, it would appear that your husband's already starting. Oh, that's anyway, actually, like logged into Streamyard on his own computer to send me the link before you sent me one. <laughs> I'm helpful. What can I say? Oh, you're something. I'm definitely something. Uh, but hey, guys, there's a link there for the uh, for the level up savers that was shown on the show uh, on the screen. There, it also is down in the notes down below in the links. You guys can check that out. And go buy yourself a labor, uh, a saber. I cannot talk. <laughs> buy yourself some labor. No, that's but probably not a good idea. When you steal all my lines, then your words don't work. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking I had to do this by myself. I was like, okay, well, she's going to be a few minutes late. No big deal. Uh, but yeah, that's down there in the show notes down below. You guys can check that out. Now, uh, for those of you who uh, have gotten this far and haven't switched off, even though Tim can't talk tonight... Uh, we want to remind you that subscribing to our YouTube channel is a huge bonus to us. It helps us out greatly. So please, if you haven't already, please click that like and subscribe button. It continues to help us to grow. And in case you haven't seen it, we also have a Patreon page. A lot of fun and good content is waiting for you on our Patreon page. Uh, we have five different levels of subscription from $1 to $40. And they all have different bonuses and perks and cool things. The $40 one buys your way onto a couple of our live shows, like I think like four of them, uh, and gives you the opportunity to play on our Star Wars RPG a couple so times. You will be forgotten in the background. That's right. So you too will not be sent a link uh, <laughs> when it comes time. Uh, I, I promise that's the last one I'm done now. <laughs> that's okay. I totally earned that one. I'm, I'm all right with it. <laughs> I really did. So I'm not I'm not a, even a little bit upset about that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, if you go there, you'll also be able to check out uh, a lot of uh, content on our, our Patreon page that is only specific to the Patreon page. 
Uh, like there's a lot of bonus scenes, bloopers, like the one I created right at the very beginning for you. That was that was like a live bonus content moment for you. I hope you're happy. Anyway, uh, but yeah. Sorry, distracted by the fact I can hear my kid coughing in the other room and it was the wait. Okay? John says that there's a rumor of a mu musical episode at some point. I mean, sure, I'm starting that rumor now, but it counts. You are the only one saying that rumor, sir, and you're the only one who will say that rumor. John, will uh, you confirm that the tiny human is okay? <laughs> put down the keyboard, check on the child. Oh. Uh, all right. So, uh, hey, we've got a couple guests waiting in the back room. We should probably bring them in. It's been five and a half minutes of me rambling and talking and showing videos. We should probably, you know, make them feel welcome and all right. Well, in the back room, I at least I hope that all of my information that I was barely given is correct. We have actor, podcaster, <laughs> DJ Michael Sutton. Okay, sorry, Ned, that's the last one. Yes, um, he's and artist he's Beth Tobias, the chalk girl. I'm intrigued. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. We're so we are excited to have you here. Well, thank you for having us. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> as long as she's okay out there, I'm good. <laughs> your, your child continues to live, Kathleen. You're good. Okay. Uh, so, hey, before we jump into our, our topic for tonight, uh, why don't you guys take a minute, tell everybody about what you do and where they can find you. We'll start with, uh, with Beth, the chalk girl. Tell everybody about you, Beth. Hi. Um, so I am also known as the chalk girl. Um, I draw larger than life murals with sidewalk chalk and then turn them into prints and sell them around the country and online. And you can find all that good stuff, uh, progress pictures and, and all sorts of new information on social media, pretty much anywhere. Uh, I've got Facebook, Instagram, I've got an Etsy page, I've got a TikTok, I've got a whatnot channel. Um, and it's all at the chalk girl. So just to show you guys what kind of stuff she's drawing, check that out. It's Mary Poppins, y'all. Wow. Look at that. That is impressive. That's amazing. Um, I can Thanks. barely draw an oval or a square, so you're doing fantastic. Oh, bravo. Look at that. That's that's yeah. well done. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, and so that's just a small sample of one of the, some of the stuff that you can find on her website. And I kind of lost myself in there a couple days ago between her website and going to her uh, you know, Facebook page, your Instagram page. I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. So there's a lot of cool stuff for you guys out there. To, and um, you also take those around to Comic-Cons and, and everything else for people to buy them there. So, uh, yes. so what's the what's the next show that you're going to? So if people are interested in buying some of your art. I will be at Cincinnati Comic-Con September 22nd through the 24th, I believe are the dates. And that's actually my last one for the year. Perfect. Well, there you go, guys. If you're going to be in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, uh, you know, you might as well stop in and, and see Beth and, and get yourself some cool chalk art. I mean, because you're already in Ohio. It's sad you enough. Could, so you could you could get any one of any one of these things by me. <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. Excellent. All right, Michael, take it away. Tell everybody about you, where they can find you, all that fun stuff. Well, I uh, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me on. And it's nice to uh, meet uh, both of you ladies. Um my name is Michael Spedden. I'm an actor. I'm a podcaster, musician, uh, jack of all trades, I guess you could say, master of none. Definitely not a master of any of them. But I uh, wanted to, uh, you know, we've met each other through the podcasting community over the years. We've worked uh, in the same circles quite a bit. And I really appreciate you helping me out because I'm starting a brand new show tomorrow. Um, I've been a podcaster now for about five years. I've had my show Foul Players Radio. Uh, that's been on, um, it's been on YouTube and on my regular website for, oh gosh, five years and nearly 300 episodes. I'm coming down on number 300 very soon. And I just got a new gig with 97underground.com. And I can tell you more about the, you know, the history of it, but it's a, uh, it's a pure rock station. It's mostly heavy metal, hard rock, classic rock. Um, you'll get some punk rock on there once in a while too. I mean, you're not going to hear Lionel Richie on there, but you're going to hear, you know, the heavier stuff. And my show is going to be the back of the rack, the Michael Spedden show on 97underground.com. And I start tomorrow, uh, at 4 PM Eastern. And it's going to be every Tuesday from four to five Eastern on 97underground.com. Uh, 97 underground is no longer a terrestrial 
radio station. It was uh, based out of Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Um, it is now strictly online, strictly internet radio. And we still do live events. We go out, we do live broadcasts and things like that. And um, I'm also an actor. You may remember seeing me in the J.G. Wentworth commercial. I was the Viking, 877 Cash Now. I come out of the back of the bus with giant horns on my head and we're all lip-syncing the <laughs> opera. I can tell you a story about that audition, too. Um, but uh, I don't know how much time I've got right now. I've also been in Gotham. Um, I'm guessing that you know many of you are into comic books and uh, DC, um, you know, Comic-Con. I see that you're into that. I was on the show Gotham, and I was actually killed in the last episode filmed. And the third to last to air, I was killed by the ventriloquist right in front of the uh, Penguin and the Riddler mm-hmm. uh, on Gotham. Um, season five, episode eight, my character's name was Dale. And I was also in the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I played a bartender. Um, I played um, a bartender in the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt movie called Kimmy versus the Reverend. Um, okay. It, uh Titus and Kimmy end up in a Leonard Skinner bar, and I am the uh, redneck bartender. <laughs> and uh, so that's uh, I, pl- I played that part, and I've been on a number of um, ID Discovery shows, and I have a movie coming out called The Lacrimose Primrose, where I play a radio guy. So um, I've got all those things going on right now. So I probably awesome. went way over my time, but um... oh, that's no, 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 that's fine. Not even a problem. Hello, the more you talk, the less I have one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tapper Suffer 21 says, hello, Mike Spedden. Uh, yeah, because hey, look, let's look at it this way. The more you talk, the less I have to. So that's probably better for everybody. So, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, awesome. Uh, so guys, down in the show notes down below, we've got some uh, notes and I've got, and I'll be adding some more uh, as we get going. What are you doing up there, Kathleen? Oh, it's Ernie. Hi, Ernie. <laughs> I just see this tail come up. <laughs> His- his meowers back, so then he's just gonna sit at the door and cry. Yeah, I get it. Mm. So, all right, guys. So uh, tonight on our show, we're going to talk about movies that were turned into TV shows. It's been a very popular thing to do for years because Hollywood has figured, well, if it was successful here, it'll be successful here, and that hasn't always panned out. Uh, in fact, I'd say it's probably a, probably about a twenty-five to thirty percent success rate. Based on the list of 100 shows that I sent you guys, mm-hmm. I think probably only about 20 to 30 of those shows ever really panned out. And the rest of them maybe made it a season or two at most. Uh, so, But we're going to talk about some movies that were turned into TV shows tonight. Though The ones that either we like and we think you should watch. Or maybe ones, like in my case, I'm going to talk about one that I didn't know was made into a TV show. And now um, I have to go find this. Thing, and I have to watch it because it was canceled twice. So I need to know why it's so bad. So it's morbid curiosity at this point for me. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, Kathleen, we're going to let you go first. We're going to have you tell everybody. And uh, if you can avoid the, the Nern tale. Um, I'm trying, but, you know, cat tails have minds of their own. Which is good because cats don't have brain cells apparently today, mister. Anyway, no, uh, he's playing a, a great game of uh, look at my butt with you. Yes, he is. I'm glad <laughs> you can't see it on camera. Look at um, my butt. <laughs> so looking through that list of 100, I honestly got like 75% of the way into it before I'm like, oh, there's one I actually like. And then I realized that the one that I wanted to talk about isn't even on your list. It wasn't on the list at all. Because okay. I feel that everybody needs to watch the 2001, I believe it's 2001. Let me double check my reference. Yes, the well, the movie was in 2001, and then the TV show was 2002 to 2004, 26 episodes, of Ozzy and Drix, which was based off of Osmosis Jones. Really? Really? Yes, there is a WB animated cartoon based, or obviously it's a cartoon, it's animated, based off of Osmosis Jones that kind of runs like, like it's a, it's sort of a police show inside the human body. With a white blood cell and a cold tablet as your protagonists. Yes, it is. It's a ridiculous show, but it is a lot of fun. If you enjoyed the Osmosis Jones movie, I think you would enjoy the Osmosis Jones show. 
which yes is Ozzy and Drix. Um, it's it's ridiculous, but I mean, anything based off of Osmosis Jones is going to be. Well, yeah, yeah. So it is. Um, let me see. Looking at the web or with the Wikipedia, so. Pretty much they are pursuing a scarlet fever bacterium played by Tim Curry. And they, yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's ridiculous and it's silly. And it doesn't actually have any of like the, the original cast. It's people doing voice matching. Ah, uh, okay. It's so entertaining. And I like the idea of the, um, so... Osmosis or Ozzy Jones is a white blood cell with an impulsive personality and a penchant for challenging authority. And he's paired up with Drix, who is a straight laced by the books cold pill. So you have your good cop, bad cop sort of vibe. It, it yeah, it's dumb. It's fun. Hmm. Dumb and fun. Did, is not, fun did not know that that was a thing. <laughs> I think it was one of them. I mean, that, like, I, I, I mean, I know of Osmosis Jones, clearly, but, I mean, I didn't know of yeah, Ozzy and Drix. 26 episodes. It made it two seasons, 13 episodes each. But definitely not the longest running of them, but also not the shortest. Ow, don't bite me. What? Interesting. Okay. Cat people All right. trouble. I just, yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my, my mind around the fact that there was an Osmosis Jones. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, like Tim, I feel like you would have really enjoyed it because the, the I probably would because I loved Osmosis Jones. So, and the 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 buddy cop sort of feel to it with the well, yeah, here's the one who always gets in trouble and never does what he's told, but he's actually somehow the most helpful of them. Okay, uh, was there one that was on the list that you liked? There was, there was, and it's surprisingly, it's not a cop out. It it wasn't or, a, it wasn't just a watch our. Or do you want to wait? Do you want to wait and see if anybody else uses it first? Let's do that. Let's see if anybody else uses it. Because it okay. is probably one of the most popular ones. All right. Very cool. All right, Michael. What what was on your list? Uh, the ones that I liked off of that list, and I was looking through there, and I can remember there were a bunch of bombs on that list. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, there were a bunch. Of, I remember uh, there was a, a couple lot. of them I watched with high expectations, and I was just like, oh, uh, one of them was Delta House, which was based on Animal House, and that didn't last very long. Um, mm -hmm. But I'll tell you the ones that I liked. Uh, MASH, of course. Um, oh, sure, yeah. Award-winning, award after award after award, just top-quality acting, top-quality mm -hmm. writing on that show, just a solid ensemble cast. Even when somebody would leave, you know, um, the thing is is that sometimes when you get a sitcom – and a major character leaves, it's just never the same after that, or they just don't have the same chemistry or the same momentum. Right. But, you know, Henry Blake dies, Colonel Potter comes in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Trapper John leaves, here comes B.J. Honeycutt. Frank Burns yeah. leaves, here we have uh, Winchester. Yeah. And the ensemble stayed solid, and plus the actors that they had coming in doing cameos were always good, too. Mm -hmm. Um just a very, very well done show. Another one um, I'd like to mention, The Odd Couple. Um, a great play, a great movie. And the show mm -hmm. was solid for about five yeah. or six seasons. Mm -hmm. um, again, the quality of actor. You know, Tony Randall and Jack Klugman on the television show. Um, I know mm -hmm. it was um, Mathau and Jack Lemon in the movie. And I can't remember um, who, the Broadway cast. Was it Mathau? I, I got nothing on that one. I yeah. I don't remember that. I, I remember the movie because I I love Mathau yeah. and, and Lemon together. They're um, always one of my favorite duos. Yep. And another one that lasted a good while too. It was a decent show. Was Alice based on Alice doesn't live here anymore? Mm -hmm. Um, that came out I believe right after the movie did. Um, I think the movie came out in seventy four, and that was out maybe in seventy five or seventy six. And um. You know, it was you know the the show itself was a little more lighthearted than the movie. The movie had some pretty dark parts in it, from what I remember. I haven't seen it in a good while, but um, it was a romantic comedy. But then there were some parts in it that were you know basically some abuse and other things were in it. Uh, but it was a solid show. I mean, they they had a good cast too um, on the show, and then the characters that would come in and out. You know, the people that were. Um, 
you know, somewhat regulars, but not, you know, you know, the recurring people is what I meant to say. Um, you know, just a solid show. So those are the three mm-hmm. that I would recommend. The rest of them, I mean, they were just such, and I, I just don't know why it is that, um, you know, people, you know, these you know, production companies, they take these movies and I guess sometimes they learn the lesson the hard way that some things are just better off left as is. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, but it's also Hollywood's uh, speciality to try mm-hmm. and stretch that viewership as far as they can, because again, if it was popular here. Oh boy, people are going to follow it over here. And, and, you know, sometimes they have lightning in a bottle over here and they just don't realize it, you know, mm-hmm. so that the big screen doesn't always translate to the small screen and vice versa. Small screen doesn't always translate to big screen. Uh, you're so, right about that too. Yeah. Um, because, so, I mean, how many times have you seen movies based on the TV show and then you're disappointed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's only a few exceptions to that in my book. I mean, you go from like Firefly to Serenity. Those are, you know, that's a, that's a good jump there. And you know, that helped, but yeah. Uh, but, that I was going to mention was the one off the list, but what's that? Nash was the one that I was going to mention off the list, Not but Nash, yeah. if people hadn't seen it, they should see it. Oh, absolutely, they should. I yeah. just realized my microphone is covered. Sorry. That's okay. We could still hear you. It's fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you're doing well. I'm loud. Uh, and uh, if you're interested to, to see the article that we're referring to, it's this one right here. Um, it, it's in the comments right now, but there's a hundred shows or so or something like that on there, and. Some of these are some real, real stinkers. Like, you know, some of them didn't only made it for a couple episodes, and then Hollywood was like, yeah, this was worse than we thought, so maybe we should do this. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, if I may, uh, you know, just we were talking yeah. about the odd couple and Tony Randall. I heard a very interesting story about him one time. He um, had played um, the main character in Death of a Salesman on Broadway, <laughs> and uh, he was attending it one night after he had left the show george c scott was playing uh, willie loman that's the main character took sick couldn't finish the show um actually in the middle of the show he just got up and said ladies and gentlemen i'm going to need to take a break we'll take a you know intermission here tony randall went backstage and finished the show came out oh, wow. finished, yeah i mean i mean just that's, imagine that level that's crazy. of performance that's well hey if you know it you know it i guess yeah know? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's incredible. Just you know, and he's he's always been solid in everything he's done, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. All right, Beth, what you got? Well, okay, so I was just going through the list again, um, and I have seen um, one of them. <laughs> I, uh, I I must have missed out on a, a significant part of pop culture because a lot of these went over my head. But um, although I never saw the original movie, which is you guys are probably going to think I'm crazy, I did watch the Wet Hot American Summer show. Um, okay. And when I was watching it, I was working at a grocery store with a lot of folks that had grown up with the original movie and just like comparing, like, obviously I didn't know a lot that was going on in the show. Like I, I could pick up on some things, um, mm-hmm. but I'd never seen the movie and just chatting with a lot of them. They were all very excited because it seemed to either not like hit the nail on the head, but be at least equivalent um, to the quality of the movie. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but I, I feel bad that that's probably my only contribution. Um, it was definitely amusing and engaging and, um, uh, pretty darn funny, but, um, that's, that's the one that I recognized from this list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's fair. And that happens. And you know, in all honesty, uh, I have never watched the movie or the TV show. Okay, so. that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> I am I, you excited, know, I, though. Like I, oh, go ahead, please. please no, ahead. I just, I was trying to think of other things that may have applied to this list or that they may have missed. Um, and like Kathleen, I was, I was just trying to think of other stuff. I don't have any that have already come out unless I got my dates mixed up. But I think this year the Continental is supposed to be coming out, which is the John Wick continuation. Um, and so okay. I'm just really excited about that one. That's like going to be one of my definitely need to watch shows. So maybe if you have me on in a couple of months again, <laughs> I can answer this question a little you bit. Talk about it then. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you think though could you think of any movies that you've seen that you think should have their own tv show i was just thinking about this question um I, she thinks john uh, wick would make a great tv show well, <laughs> um, but i was trying to think about that i was like well what if they what if they switch that up on me and and give me that question um and I had one in my head, of course. Shower thoughts—they happen. <laughs> like, um, I I had a couple, and if I if I think about it again, of course you put yeah. me on the spot. But um, sure. no, there were a couple that I was like, this would be a really interesting um, continuation, and or just like the way that they could spin it. Um, right. Oh, I think the fifth element was one. And I know it's like such yeah. a beloved movie, but I can see like other parts of the world happening in a television series, uh -huh. not necessarily Lilu and um, Corbin, but just like other parts that I know it definitely had a beginning, a middle and an end. Um, but that was such a beloved movie in my house growing up. Um, and mm -hmm. so I think that that would be kind of fun, especially from um, an artistic point of view, like a practical makeup application show, um, an old like animatronics kind of thing, like mm -hmm. with you know stuff. Yeah, practical that, effects. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that that would be really cool. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think especially if if you were to highlight some of the eras leading up to the the Corbin and Lilu era. So that's not yeah. you're not trying to rebuild those uh, iconic characters because I think that's where that might get into trouble. But I think if you yeah. were to if you were to talk about, you know, from the time where the aliens dropped off, you know, this mm -hmm. thing leading up to that, you know, all the people chasing it could kind of be like Indiana Jones in space. Everybody kind of chasing yeah. after and trying to find that this this thing. I think I think that could actually work. I mean, maybe one day, <laughs> but that was the, that was the one uh, shower thought that I had earlier today. And I was like, this could, this could maybe, maybe. Shower I, think thoughts. It would work. I like that. The, you I know, the trouble thoughts. with shower thoughts though, is that they go so quickly down the drain with the shower water. Right. Right. So bad. Yeah. More, usually cause it's early morning and I'm not quite lucid yet. So, you know, there's, <laughs> might be like there's other... right before I go to bed and I, I feel like my brain is just getting washed out. Like it's gone. Well, yeah, but then you sleep on it and then you're just done. So there's no, uh -huh. way, no way to retain those. Okay. Very good. So what was yours, Tim? Tim, Tim? Uh, I had a couple I wanted to talk about. So one, Yay! now one, I never saw the movie and I only watched a few episodes of it, but the movie was critically panned and pretty much hated. Uh, even though it had a nice cast starring uh, Christy Swanson. Um, but it was brought to TV as Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Sarah Michelle Gellar. And that one hmm. took off because they had it was differently cast. Mm -hmm. uh, they took a different uh, approach to the writing and uh, it found its home and it found its mark because it was really popular when I was a kid. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I watched a few shows here of it here and there. I wasn't... Uh, the most loyal to that show, but I did watch enough of it. And we've had a few of the, a few of the, uh, the people on, uh, from that show onto our show. Armin <coughs> Sherman, principal Snyder, Armin <coughs> Sherman. Anyway, uh, twice, twice, <laughs> twice. Ner we are. So thank you. That's our good friends over at the Scarab Scuttlebutt podcast. Go check them out. Uh, awesome. Star Wars. Yeah. Awesome. Star Wars based podcast over there. Love those guys. Uh, Roe and the gang, they do a great job over there, so check them out. Uh, but anyway, so that was one of them. That was just kind of a passing thought. because I, like, So like Michael, as I was kind of scrolling down through, I was going, oh, that's a bomb. Oh, that's a bomb. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a bomb. I was like, oh, that one turned out well. But, you know, uh, and so there was only like three or four of them. I thought, oh, well, that turned out really well. Mm -hmm. So the one that I really wanted to talk about is because, and we talked a little bit about it pre-show, I absolutely love and adore this movie because it stars John Candy and I'm a huge John Candy fan. I most anything he made, I will sit down and happily, happily watch. Mm -hmm. You put on planes, trains, and automobiles, and oh, I am yeah. a happy boy. You put on <laughs> Yeah. You know, just about anything he did, or even if he had a small part in it, like home alone. I'm a happy guy because it's John Candy. Mm -hmm. Um so the movie was Uncle Buck. And I absolutely friggin' adore that movie, Uncle Buck. There are so many things and one-liners from that movie that I use still to this day in everyday life. <laughs> um, 
you know, you know, some people say something, they'll be like, how about a ritual killing? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> something wrong with me. Yeah. Oh, there's lots of things wrong with me, but we don't have time for that amount of therapy to that's discuss tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different show with usually me laying on the couch, clutching a pillow, crying. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I absolutely love the movie Uncle Buck. I think it's darn near perfect. There's only a couple little minor tweaks, but I love the casting of that movie. It was done so well. It is so unapolog unapologetically late 80s, early 90s. It's not even funny. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's so set in a time era that it's just perfect. Mm -hmm. And of course, what happened is Hollywood saw that. And they're like, here's this perfect movie. Let's screw it up by making it a TV show. And so they did this um, back in, hold on a second. I will tell you, in 1990 to 1991, uh, it was brought on by, um, uh, with, with uh, the actor Kevin Meany taking the lead. And as I said in the pre-show, uh, he was a low-rent John Candy and he was like, you know, uh, from wish.com. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it just didn't work. I, I remember that TV show and I remember watching a couple episodes of it, you know, watching it because I was like, well, it's Uncle Buck. It's got to get better. It's kind of the same. It's kind of the same premise that I applied to how I met your father mm. on Hulu. I kept waiting for that to get better, kept waiting for it to get better. And I kept watching it every week at this point. I was watching it towards the end of the, the season two just to see what other cameos from How I Met Your Mother were going to appear. I had no other reason to watch the show. I had lost complete interest in it. I just wanted to see, you know, if Barney was going to make it or if, you know, if Ted was going to show up or, you know, what about Lily and Marshall? Anyway, that's a whole nother tangent. and I need to shut up about that. So anyway, what I didn't realize is that they took another go at this back in 2016, I think it was. Yeah, in 2016, they uh, they they brought it back with uh, Mike Epps, uh, who's a great actor and I think hysterical personally. And uh, so I bring this up because I now have to figure out where to watch this because i'm sure even though i like mike epps that this is going to be a train wreck of, of epic proportions um and so i'm encouraging you guys to watch it because well train wreck and well because train wrecks can be fun sometimes but also painful but yeah mike epps you know you might you probably know him best from uh the friday movies and uh i think i think he was in barbershop as well i'm not positive um but I'd have to look up, look up his resume. But I know he was at least in some of the Friday movies. And uh, he's a funny guy. Great stand-up. Mike Epps has great stand-up, by the way, if you haven't ever checked that out. So, yeah. So I would I would check out that one because, again, Mike Epps, I thought he was funny. Um, yeah. So that's that's the one that was I was most interested in. And there's one that I didn't see on the list as well. And Kathleen, I think, was going to talk about it. So. Were would you? it? Well, I don't know. Would it? Would it be I our? Would it be our Patreon? It would be our thing? Patreon, and it was on the list. It was on the list. I thought. I don't Hold know. On. Scrolling very, very quickly. It's alphabetical. Is it? Isn't it? <laughs> I'll be dipped. This is alphabetical. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> public school at its finest. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, there it is, right there. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it is down in alphabetical and in the S's. Who knew? I didn't, clearly. Uh, oh, boy. But, yeah, so uh, Stargate's on there. Stargate, yes. That, that, that little show. Nobody's ever heard of thanks, it. Thanks, John. Yes, Stargate was on the list. <laughs> Shut up, John. Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you, Patrice. Anyway, uh but yeah, so I was gonna. I was. I thought. Yeah. Anyway, Kathleen, you had things to say. About that was that was the one that I wasn't gonna use as a cop out with the watch our Patreon review of it, because at some point I've been told you get to Jason Momoa. Well, well, yeah. Once we get to Atlantis, but that, we, that was the only way they got me to watch it. We've got a few seasons of uh, SG One to get through yet. We're still in season one. We're building <laughs> we're like five episodes into season. One. Actually, no, we're like eight episodes in. Thank oh, you very much. I'm sorry. Oh. I tried to block three of them oh. out of my mind. 
Well, there's been a couple of rough ones. Oh. <laughs> there have been. There are a couple of really rough ones at the beginning, but I've been told it gets better. So here's the thing. I, I, I never watched the Stargate series <laughs> up until we started doing it for our Patreon channel. And I found that I actually really enjoy the show. However, there's a couple of really, really painful episodes where it's just, you know, it would be more fun to go slam your foot in the door. And it's just, it's it's really rough. Um, nobody has to ask me. I'm used to learn Waldorf. All rolled into one. You are two grumpy old men all at the same time. That's accurate. Uh, John also says there is one season of Spaceballs, the animated series. Yes, there is. Um, and goodness gracious, didn't we have somebody on the show we that did. was on? Voice actress. Yeah. Uh, Col- uh, Julianne Grossman. Julianne Grossman. Same week. Yeah. Julianne Grossman. <laughs> She's uh, she was on that, and she's also the voice of the ship for for Star Trek Discovery. Um, so yeah, I think about that. I'm like, we had somebody on that from that show. I should know this one. You know what's really fun is when we go when we start watching things on TV now, and I'm like, that person looks familiar. Why do I know them? Oh right, because they were also a voice actor, and I've now interviewed them. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, huh? Right? I, it's just I watch, they'll be like like a background character in a show and it's the sure, wait yeah. a second. I watch Star Wars Rebels and, and Star Wars Clone Wars uh, hearing the voice actors with a need it, need it, got it, got it, need it, got it, mm-hmm. want it, got it, need it, you know, for the, and, the ones know, that have been on our show. And then in the middle of like the introductions of a live show, somebody mentions that they're the Viking from the J.G. Wentworth commercial and you sit there going, oh yeah! <laughs> I know I've seen that guy somewhere. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. John also says the Muppets went from television to film to television to streaming, mm-hmm. and they have killed it everywhere because they are the Muppets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder right, how so... of the stinker TV shows that were based off of movies would have succeeded if they were Muppet versions of those TV shows. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> okay. So there's a, a Roy Scheider TV show that's on the list. I want to now that I know this is alphabetical, I'm going to find it real quick. Hold on, going back alphabetical. Got hold on. I just got to keep going. Got to faster go around the horn. I hate you so bad sometimes. Oh, where is it? Blue Thunder. There it is. Yeah, it was a a, a mediocre movie about a, a rogue cop with a super spy helicopter uh, played by Roy Scheider that they tried to turn into a TV show, but it came out at the same time as Airwolf, so it bombed. They only It only went from January to April, and then the I think uh, CBS, you know, gave it the old crap can. Um, but, okay. You know, I, Imagine that with Muppets, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well... <laughs> I, I, I've seen a couple. Of, they, they did a real nice thing with the Muppets with the uh, a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I think John Denver was in it, mm-hmm. um, and they may have had other people in it. That was a long time ago, too. Um, you, you know, there was two more. There was one on the list. If it's okay, if I jump in with continue, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a free fall. One show that I actually liked that only lasted maybe two seasons, which I thought they did a good job with was fame um i don't know if you guys are old enough to remember that was like early fame the movie came out i think in like 79 or 80 i was i was three kathleen was nowhere near being thought of yeah and um then there was uh, thought of when i actually existed tim and then the show came on in uh 82 and 83 um it, it was a decent show i mean they they did have a lot of the people from the movie come over and do the show um, a fair amount of them another one that i liked too was the paper chase i'm probably that's probably going way too far back um for you guys but the paper chase it was a good movie and it was actually a decent show for a season or two um john houseman you guys are looking at me like when steve martin said three coins in a fountain when the bus and planes trains and automobiles <laughs> I bring up the paper chase you guys are like Whoosh. god oh, look at the time we got a thing over here no, just kidding. <laughs> i'm just also trying to make sure my cat doesn't fall off my table well, up my desk. well here's a here's a movie that was successful uh it has become a tv show that is also successful and it's coming out with season two um 
and since I'm a massive Star Wars nerd, you should already know where this is going. Uh, Rogue One to Andor. So, um, you know, they're starting to, uh, I'm starting to see news articles come out talking about season two and how that's coming up and, and everything, what can be expected and all the, you know, the fan theories are, are going wild and, you know, things along those lines. Um, you know, we could also reverse this. Are there any shows that TV shows that you think would do better as a movie? Because they need a smaller format, a smaller footprint. Book of Boba Fett. A lot of the shows that have ended up being movies uh, were there. Um, yeah, that was a good one there in the heat of the night. John Watts yeah. brought that up. That was a good movie and a decent show, too. That And that lasted yeah. a good while. That was about eight years it was on. Had a very, um, very steady run. Yep. That was, and it was a very good movie, too. A very, very good I think good you can still catch it on, on uh, replays on like TBS every now and then. It just shows up on Turner Classic Movies from time mm. to time, too. Um, well worth watching if you've never seen it. Um, you see, I, I like, you know, there's been a number of movies I've really enjoyed, like the Breaking Bad. You know, they kind of, you know, uh, wrapped up all the loose ends in a movie, mm-hmm. um, even though a lot of the main characters weren't in it, you know, had been dead. Um, right. But, uh, you know, th- there had been quite a few shows where they actually made a movie at the end to kind of just you know, wrap things up in the closeout storylines a little more uh, thoroughly, like uh, Homicide Life on the Street. That They had a really good movie at the end of that run, too. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Um, let me just try to think of some others. I'd yeah, mentioned I, Breaking Bad. I think a lot of the dramatic TV shows could be could benefit from you know a movie at the end to just kind of tie up some of the loose ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's a show that's gone on for for you know some odd number of years, I think even some of the comedies that you know uh, went for a long time, like you know, and I know that's coming back now, but you know the TV show Frasier at the end, uh, they tried wrapping it up. The last couple episodes were kind of hit and miss here and there, but um, and I say that as a big fan of Frasier. Oh, I but, love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you know, maybe maybe having a, a nice wrap up movie would have been would have would have kind of been cool for that. I don't know. So, yep. And yeah, there's, 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 sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead, Beth. Sorry. No, I just, I think that one um, that a lot of fans were hoping for was that Supernatural was going to turn into a movie, or they were hoping that like the last season was going to be something a little more um, cinematic than, yeah. than the show. I still haven't finished it yet, so I don't even know how it ends. <laughs> I think I got to like season 12. Um, but I know that a lot of people were rooting for that to, to finish off of the movie. Yeah, I didn't finish it either. Um, How many seasons did I go? Like 15? 15. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and I think like, isn't it like the end of season five is Swan Song? Because that was when they were going to end it. And then well, they're like, no, we're not. We're not done yet. I think That's so. impressive. I think, yeah, because Eric like, Kripke did like he directed the first four seasons. And then I know it like took a huge dramatic shift and people mm-hmm. definitely noticed how different it was. Um and then, yeah, I think that um, like either five or six had that like, oh, we're going to end it now. And like, then like it there's never literally, ended. <laughs> like, the season finale episode is called Swan Song. Like mm-hmm. they were they were done. And then CW is like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. We like that. <laughs> Can we I get 10 like more years out of you? Sure. Why not? And now I a full spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's already done. I think yeah. that it's it's it lasted like yeah. one season and then it was gone. Yeah. How what were the spin-offs from it? There's a prequel one called the Winchesters. It was following their parents. Okay. Um but that one didn't was... that one didn't go well. Okay. And then there was one with just the ladies, I think, that was um their of course I'm not gonna remember names now. Oh, yeah. Um but their cop friend and then she like took care of two other girls that they either like rescued along the way or just that were then turned into monsters some way somehow. But yeah. I, don't that, I don't even know if that one got off the ground. I don't think that one went past a pilot. Mm-hmm. So but and then I well, think Yeah, and like on that same sort of same sort of note, there's like with Dexter that it was so well loved it was so well uh, received and then the last season was trash and stupid and like 
people who watched it are like, what have you done? What did you do to our character? Like the end of the episode, or like, I think it's like the series finale was like, this is not how Dexter would have done any of this. What are you talking about? And then they brought back for season eight. And then it was the, yeah, no, maybe you made it worse. Never mind. <laughs> I think there's plenty of people too, who could have made that same argument for uh, game of Thrones. If they oh, yeah. instead of, instead of having the season, that was the finale that I have yet to hear anybody say that, say that it wasn't hot garbage. No, nope. Um, if they would have so done that as a movie so and just and just shrunk it down, you know. Yeah. I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king. Shut up and right. be king. So, <laughs> uh, no, you're totally right. And they could have made like a a decent like three. It could have been like a long movie. They could have made right. like a three three and a half hour movie. But I definitely sure. think that that would have been better than season eight. How a three and a half hour movie with pee breaks. Yep. Sure. Absolutely. Well, another thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I stepped on you there. Um, <laughs> Another thing I wanted to mention too was Gotham. Um, mm-hmm. Gotham. Now I, I had known the show fairly well, and apparently, from what the folks uh, now Gotham, I have a big, big Gotham fan base that follows me on Twitter, and to those folks, they're, they're like Star Wars or Star Trek. You know, their Gotham to them is like a religion. You know, mm-hmm. they're oh, sure, very, yeah. very into Gotham. And apparently, I mean, I, I wasn't aware of this. I just went to the auditions and did my part. You did um, your but, thing, but, walked away, called it good. Yeah, but apparently um, they ended 11 episodes into season five. And from what I understand, I, I've never heard this from anybody connected to the show. But what a lot of people were saying is that it was supposed to go seven seasons I've read that, and, actually. Yeah, and the last season was cut down to 11 episodes. So there was a oh, lot gosh. of things that they just didn't get to. And and actually, my character came in kind of by accident. Um, as a matter of fact, um, Andrew Sellen's character, the ventriloquist, mm-hmm. he was able to talk the writers into adding that because the ventriloquist was one of the Batman villains that just never you know, made the show yet. Right. And Andrew actually is a ventriloquist, and he wanted oh, okay. to do that part. Um, he wanted to do the, be the ventriloquist because uh, that was like actually a later character. Anyhow, I think in the later Batman world, I think that character had only been around since maybe the '80s, as compared to like the Penguin and the Joker that had been around since I guess the '30s or '40s when it started. Yeah. And um, you know, these people they they feel that. They weren't particularly happy with the way the series ended, and I, I think it would be wonderful if you know a movie or at least another season, maybe on a streaming channel as compared to a network, just to give these folks the closure they deserve. Because I tell you, these folks, I mean, they're just they're they're very kind. They've been kind to me, and I was only on the I was only in one episode, and I didn't say a word. I just got shot and carried the penguins lunch for them, you know, but um, I, you know, I would love to see these folks get their closure, get the closure on the characters in either the form of a movie, a made for TV movie, or maybe another season on a streaming service like a Netflix or a Amazon or Hulu or, you know, one of those. Um, I would not be against that, especially because in the, in the, uh, the end of that series, Mm-hmm. there's a automatic, you know, we're, the series is just kind of going along and then the last couple episodes, it jumps ahead 10 years. Like, did, within yeah. the span of a couple, And it's just, it was very convoluted and messy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the rush to get uh, uh, Bruce into the bat suit at the end of that, that series, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, I, I can totally see where I think that that would benefit from a movie and having an opportunity to kind of flush out that 10 year gap a little bit, you know, yeah, what was going yep. on in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of having one episode, you have teenage, young teenage uh, Bruce Wayne, you know, and then uh, you have early 20s Bruce Wayne, supposedly, uh, mm-hmm. in the next couple, you know, coming episodes. And they did the same thing with a lot of the other characters. Everybody jumped by 10 years, and it just, I don't know, it just, it didn't, never sat well with me. Mm-hmm. Up to that point, it's an amazing TV show. Yeah. And I do but have that run with sh- Jeremiah. Yeah. Uh, and I do have some selfish reasons for wanting that to happen because if you've noticed, if you watch Gotham, 
everybody dies at least four times, and I only got to die once. So I'm hoping there's life. For, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping there's life for my character again. You know, he comes back because you know to get his revenge. Home in the Lazarus know. pit. Let's make this happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, Gossam and people dying, and then I instantly get sad about Jerome again. Mm-hmm. That's right. Jerome and Jeremiah, that run was amazing. I that was really it, cool. it sure was. I mean, they, they did so many great things with that show. I mm-hmm. mean, um, and and I got to tell you, you know, that was my network television debut. And I couldn't, have, you know, the way things worked out, if I could do it all over again, I mean, I couldn't have found four or three nicer guys to play, uh, to perform with. Um, all three of them were just absolutely wonderful. Um, That's cool. You know, Corey Michael Smith as, you know, the Riddler, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, Andrew Sellen, you know, as the ventriloquist and, um, you know, the, you know, the penguin God. How, how do I not know? How, how am I drawing a blank on this? I totally drawn a blank on his name. Too. I know who you're talking about. I can see him, but I can't think of yeah. his name. He's a so, yeah. The gentleman, that plays, the yeah, gentleman the, that plays the penguin? He played Oswald Cobblepot. Oh, okay. Sorry. I a oh, Robin Lord Taylor. Good. Robin Lord Taylor. Yes, Sorry. that's it. I'm like I I, I was I was right there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Most guys are at the convention scenes, and so I see Robin a lot. Um, but a couple of the other names I wasn't sure, but I was like, I know that one of their names is Robin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, tell him Dale says hi when you see him. So. Ready? That'd be awesome. All um, right. Well, very cool. Um, yeah, so there's the whole list there. You guys can go check out uh, the the 100 shows that went from movie to TV, and many of them did not find the same type of success. Uh, before we start wrapping things up here, uh, let's have you guys remind everybody where they can find you. Beth, you want to give give the folks a fresh up? Uh, sure. So um, once again, my name is Beth Zawalski Tobias. I am also known as the Chop Girl. I draw larger than life um, pictures, murals with sidewalk chalk and then turn those into prints and sell them across the country as well as online. Uh, some of these examples behind me are some of the prints that you can find. And to find those, uh, you can see me on any social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, whatnot, all of the social media, and it's usually just at the Chalk Girl. And then I also have a website, and that is adventuresofchalkgirl.com. Excellent. Michael, Okay, mind well, the good folks. Well, thank you. You can find my um, my biggest, my new gig coming up, 97underground.com. I'm on between 4 and 5 every Tuesday, uh, 4 and 5 Eastern Time. My show is called The Back of the Rack, The Michael Spedden Show on 97underground.com, Baltimore's pure rock worldwide. That's kind of how we announce it. It's kind of like when people that used to work for Ringling Brothers have to say Ringling Brothers, Burnham & Bailey Circus, the greatest show on earth. You know, we say mm-hmm. the whole thing to let everybody sure. know exactly where we are. And check out the website. There's some great history on the station, which unfortunately we don't have time for. But um, it's, it's, it's a lot of very interesting history behind this station. Um, also, you can see my podcast, Foul Players Radio, F-O-W-L, Foul Players Radio. Uh, we are on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash at Foul Players Radio. Um, I'm going to be in a movie called The Lacrimose Primrose coming out um, in a few months. I believe it's just about ready. Um, I have an IMDB page. You can see my credits on there. Um I know that Murder Under the Friday Night Lights episode is on the ID Discovery website if you want to see that. I'm kind of blurry. <laughs> um, you can also see me on, I think Gotham is still streaming, Season 5, Episode 8, wherever Gotham is streaming, and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt movie, Kimmy versus the Reverend, is still on Netflix if you want to see me in that. I'm there. And then um, if you want to go to YouTube... 2019, J.G. Wentworth bus opera, 2019, the 60-minute, 60-second version. You'll see me there. And um, I think I've finished shamelessly plugging myself here. So thank you for – you guys aren't all sleeping over there or anything, are you? uh... (laughs) No, not at all. What was that? Uh, Shameless self-promotion is the name of the game. Yeah. So – I think the cat's the only one that's asleep. I think you're good. Oh, you're not asleep? 
Oh, it'll be fine. Okay. See, you didn't even put the cat to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Well, thank you both for being with us tonight. We oh, do I have our it. fun little wrap-up stuff. So last Friday, we aired our interview with actor Tate Fletcher, who you you may best know Tate as the heavy Mandalorian, Paz Vizsla, in the D Disney Plus Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. I mean, obviously. Mandalorian. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Talk about that, his upbringing here in the state of Michigan, and so much more. You can still find that episode of the FSF Popcast on our YouTube channel and on your favorite audio podcast providers. And don't forget, guys, your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major, major help. So please don't forget to click like and subscribe when you watch the videos. And uh, in just a couple weeks here, you can meet us at the Monroe Pop Fest in Monroe, Michigan. That'll be on September 15th oh. and 16th. And uh, we'll be there. We'll be running panels. We'll be uh, well, we'll there. Well, yeah, I will be there. Kathleen won't be able to be there, but you All can right. meet myself. You can be, also meet my daughter, Kendall. She'll be there. You know, she makes cameos on our show every now and then. Uh, but yeah, Kathleen, Kathleen Jr. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll be there at Monroe Pop Fest and we'll have some information down in the show notes down below where you guys can still buy tickets. And uh, it's a really affordable uh, VIP pass. I think it's like $25 for a two day pass and you get some pretty cool swag in a bag and uh, yeah, and there's going to be some really great people there. If you're into wrestling, former uh, WD, WWE superstar, uh, one of the Dudley boys is going to be there. We talked with Jessica Ray. She's on the right side there, the the White Lion and Wild Force uh, Power Rangers. Uh, we've also talked to, well, you know what? Well, let's just do it this way. Let's do it this way. All right, so coming up next Friday, we've got Danny Jacobs, who is the voice of King Julian from Madagascar. Uh, yeah, after after uh, Sasha Baron Cohen no longer, uh, he took over for Sasha Baron Cohen and has done it ever since, since Madagascar 2. Uh, that has been the voice of King Julian. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's a ton of fun. Also, an, a guy from our great Mitten State of Michigan. He lives somewhere in this Mitten State. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so we talked with Danny Jacobs. And then coming up after that, in the next couple weeks, uh, we've got Stephanie Nadolny, who is the voice of Son Goku and Son uh, Gohan from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z uh, stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so she was a ton of fun to, to talk with because that's not the only thing she does. She's a singer with an amazing voice, all these different things. And she will also be at Monroe Pops. So will Danny Jacobs. And so will the guest in three weeks, Jessica Ray, the Wild Forces White Tiger from Power Rangers. And there's, I think there's a couple other Power Rangers that are going to be there as well. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of other people. Darren McCarty from the Detroit Red Wings will be there. Uh, if you're a Red Wings fan, we've already interviewed Darren. But we're, you know, we want to do it again because it's Darren freaking We would McCarty. talk to him any day. And yeah, because he's only my favorite hockey player ever. And uh, so anyway, but yeah, so uh, that's what's coming up for the next couple weeks. Uh, on the FSF podcast, we were highlighting the Monroe Pop guests that we'll be interviewing. Uh, not only that we have interviewed, but that we will be interviewing on site as well in some panels. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun for that. But then also I want to remind you that uh, for this upcoming week, if you want to listen to our interview with Danny Jacobs, um, you can wait till Friday or Wednesday morning, that should be on our Patreon channel, and you can have early access to it for as little as $3 a month, both video and audio, you'll have early access. And uh, yeah, and if you subscribe at the, the uh, $3 amount for a couple months, you get a nice gift, a little present. It's fun. And fun yeah. fact, there's a guest interviewer on that episode as well. Like, it's not me and Tim on the Danny Jacobs episode. It's Tim oh, and John. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The, yeah. the wonderful, the wonderful John Wass, who has been in our comments section tonight, who's also, you know, my husband. Makes, anyway, <laughs> I forgot that he was that in that one. And that's yeah. right. And then, uh, and then on uh, on this one here, Stephanie Nadolny, we have uh, Jason Taylor from Three Geeks because Three Geeks podcast will also be at Monroe Pops with us, and so we interviewed her together. Oh, and uh, and then for Jessica Ray, we have another guest host uh ben riley who will be making many much more appearances on our airwaves uh you've seen him on our our uh, star wars rpg every month but he's going to be helping us out a little bit more with some interviews and the whatnots mostly the whatnots and the who's it how's it's and, and super all those exciting things. things that we're not talking about yet because it's yes super there, there's thing things are in the works things are happening things will be happening things are um brewing 
<laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, I got it. Totally got it. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're going to totally unget it and say thanks again to Michael and Beth. Thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, go follow them. Check out their social media pages. Give them a, a good follow, and uh, you guys will not be disappointed by what you find. Play some art from the chalk girl. It's freaking awesome. Okay, and on that note, I got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF Popcast or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.